Because this is just to separate the men from the boys. Air conditioner winter. That's right, that's right. By December, we're going to have it all done. Uh, <laughs> and that's from the, uh, the Gabais, that's a guarantee. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I want to show you one footnote. We're discussing the various kenyanim you could do to get out of being terrible to clean when it's Shabbos, not to get into the machlekes, whether you're allowed to be terrible to clean on Shabbos Yantis. We mentioned giving it to a guy. We mentioned dipping at the mikvah nonchalantly, doing the haroma, kibli, you're filling up a cup of water, and now it's, it's uh, tabled. And he mentions one of the possibilities, which is the most bedevid of them all. Look at footnote 29 on page 2 of your handout. It talks about Hefker. This is an interesting Shiloh. Uh, Hefker is... Um, technically, you have a Kli that's Hefker, and you're not being kind of... You got that? It's the multi... Uh, technically, the Kli is Hefker, so it's not Chayv and Tfilah. Over here, though, the problem is you're being after, and then you're picking it up again and using it. Does that work? So he deals with that in 29. Even if you have a mind not to be zeich in it, it looks like you're being zeich in it, and therefore you shouldn't do it. If you have no guy and no mikvah, and you really need to clear, Shlomo Zalman says, but David, it's okay. If you have a mind, you're not being kind of which is fascinating because why would the Shulchanah talk about giving it to a guy and all these other options might just be mafkirit. It's easier. So he doesn't discuss it over here, but there's, there's all you need hefker in front of three and that's makev and maybe you didn't have three. But this is an option on the table also if you're stuck on a uh, desert island with only a few natives and uh, they don't want to be kainit. So hefker is a possibility possibility or or B'dievet. I wanted to show you the Achashokhan with the heavy kalim. Take a look at your single sheet, the Achashokhan. Does that mean it's not yours anymore forever? No, you can, you can be Zechid again, which is exactly what Shlomo Zaman is concerned about. It looks like when you picked it up and you start using it, you were Zechid, whether you were or you weren't. That's why he's. Can you avoid, can you have Kalan not to be Zechid, even though they take it to your house? Yeah, but that's a huge haramo, as is giving to a guy, but it's giving to a guy, you made it official. Yeah, so that's uh, in the right say yes, but it's a little bit of a hoo as you pick it up, bring it in, and you know, own it and lock the door. And if anybody asks you, to love that for the record, you know, it's after. Well, that's you know, it's, it's pushing it. Yeah, yeah. If, if you had a mind, technically, if you have hepakavano, Shlomo Zaman admits that the evidence okay if you have hepakavano, but it's 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 tricky. Because once you did it already, then you can't be tabled again. You can't do anything already. You lock it out. So well, no. Once you once you once you're in the zeichen again, then uh, then uh, that would that would already trigger the chiyuv. Um, interestingly enough, a lady here from the community called me uh, right before the shear. She said she has a ceramic like block that she when you have a hot spoon, maybe the chefs here will know what this is called. Instead of putting it down on the counter of the table, she puts it down on here. Like, she takes a ladle out of a pot and puts it down. Is there a name for such a fancy... Uh, she wants to know as a chayv and tzvila. So I, I, so I asked her. She said, no, it's glazed, which by regular kli you eat out of. We're machmer, even though that itself is a machlekes. But something like this, I told her she doesn't have to be tabled it because 
it's already a machalikas when it's ceramic and it's, it's only glaze, especially a thin glaze, and this is not really used for cooking and not used for serving at the table and not used for eating out of. It's something you put the spoon on to protect the counter. So, Pashas is, uh, is this a fancy thing that people are using in their houses? You never heard well, of it. Right? It sounds like similar to a trivet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, and that's used for pots, really, just so it shouldn't burn the counter. So that would be, uh, that'd be a similar thing. So, see this Caleb comes up all the time. Take a look at the Yachashochan in Sif Katlamites. See Vadam? And not everybody agrees what he's about to say. It's already Machlegas. And then, as I mentioned yesterday, I don't think this applies to a large uh, grill. Not the grill itself, but the rack and the grill. The grill itself, maybe some of them are large enough to fit into this ged there. And then you have the Mukhubalakarki issue, which again is a minority opinion. In Europe, they used to have these gigantic metal, uh, hot water, we'd call a samovar. Samovar, by the way, is a Russian word. I think we established that last year. Was that? Uh, but um, it's used here enough. At least half the people, when I say it, ask me what's that, and the other half know what I'm talking about. So in this year already, you know, the samovar we have today is a little thing that sits on the counter. He's describing something huge, made out of metal, and they're uh, and they have it there, and they're constantly heating water. Don't tell me that they're already attached to the tan of a tan of a of dina kakaka logically. That would be an easy way to be miyash of the minig wad that potter. Shrey kaimalon de tolush of the sev chibro havi katolush lin yen hechshaz ram vakum. Very important din. We discussed this once in the shield. It got the mikvos. If you have something that originally is detached and then you're mechaber, it has dina tolush, legabe dinam tum vatayra, legabe avodazar, and things like that. And he has an afkamina for shrita also. So, why is it he's looking around Navardak? And uh, that was the way he was the brother. And he's noticing that people aren't table these things and he wants to know why. And don't tell me if it's attached to the, they, apparently they attached it to the oven structure because that's where they constantly, that's where the fire was. That's not a good excuse because it's Talush with a side Chibra. Maybe you can argue that it's not a Kli Suda. This is his Chiddush. The kli suda lamikra ella kishmatatlan asam makl makam kli by definition has to be something you move around. You understand? He's saying this is the chizim miyash of the minig, which is the al chashon does that quite often. He's trying to miyash the minig. He has many kulas. He doesn't always subscribe to the kula chachid. He's trying to miyash of looking at a minig. Is it a minig as he's gehenim or is it uh, is it real? So he says a kli is really made to move around. Matatlan asam makl makam and ida shalom the chal kli shugadela and it's a similar svar. If it's huge, this big samovar was made to point the smaller ones, the pictures. It's similar to like a storage bin, which, by the way, is also machlekes, but he would claim that if they're big enough, it's not a machlekes. He says, we never saw in Europe that they would terrible these huge things. That, now, we have running water, so we don't know, like, why would somebody want to make such a huge, heavy thing? But we have to draw water from the well, and you need a constant supply for the family. They used to have these things, and they constantly for heat, and they took baths once in a while, that public bath sounds, but they used to wash the kids. They used to have a lot of uses for these things, not running water. This is what they stored in them. Kivin Shikadeliyes, Medayan, Nikos, Klisuda, Klisuda, Vimashim, Shashim, Eitz, Latana, Obeis, Amevashos, Vashokhan, Achila, things that moved around in the kitchen or in the dining room or at the table of the law, Kalem, Magdalem, Shalem, Yuchan, Makom, Vivnaatma, things that have a place that you don't move. What do we have? Right, exactly. 
and we're not terrible those either. That's an interesting point. Yeah, they're just nobody looks at them as they're down in the basement. But yeah, it's it's taller shul b'sayv chibur. Although a little different because over there it's taller in the whole sugya the megavos. Over there it actually has a hole in the top of the bottom. Until you put it in, it's not really a cleave. It can't hold water literally and figuratively. Until you screw it, so it's not really a functioning cleave. Till it's mamish b'chul b'lekarka. There might be a base keyboard somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. And, and it's not necessarily Sudakashi either, but they talk about the pipes and the mikvah, it's the same issue. So it's not necessarily a turret. But yeah, it's a, it's a good example. It's heating up. Um, most of the water we're heating up in our boilers today are for showers, not for eating. So today, in today's context, it wouldn't be a kashi. You're just giving an example of something where we like to store the water and we like to heat it. Okay, good point. Uh, it just happens to be that most people won't take hot water to the tap and they'll... Uh, Sometimes if you're in a rush Right, right, just to save time. Yep, yep. Nearly right. See, has a right of this. Nearly right. Is that the Kaimal on the Tuma, the Kleates, Marzekas, Memsa, and Makabela's Tuma? That is an owned in. If it's holding 40 cells, 40 cells is the size of it's pretty large. It's not Makabel Tumas, it's not considered a shame. Kleate, Gamar, Mefursum, Atam, Ishun, Dabina, Dumi, the Sak, as we assume it to a sack mentioned in the Kumish, Himataltum, Molebrek, and there's something you carry around. And if it's 40 saw, it's already now. We have an echo of this, by the way, in. Um, if you have something holding a safer in a room and a person wants to have tashmish, the safer has to be covered with a double cover. So it could be in a drawer wrapped in a towel or in a, some other covering inside. So you need a kiss myself kiss. If you have something in an armoire or a break front or the like and the entire thing is one unit and holds the shear of 40 saw, so then it's already a shustaf neatsma and it's mutter. So this is brought down. What? Well, we should have, that's a debatable point, possibly, even without. The Pashas is a Shanita covering just off the design of the directoria, but that's a debatable point. Pashas is a separate shust, and certainly you don't need to. So it's interesting, that's an interesting application, Lamaisa. You need something big enough. You got to figure out what the shear is and the amma things like that. But there are there are dressers depending how large your room is, how long the larger furniture is. There are there are things like this and um, the old naughty problem which we talk about around shavim time of people who want to be machnezerich and then put guests in a room full of farm and then they're so happy and they say, "In case you want to learn, all the night, you know, got plenty of farm. That's wonderful, but you're not doing a service to them." Uh, if they're married, unless you have a huge farm shrunk, but it has to be a separate unit. A lot of those farm shrunks you have are really brackets, sometimes superimposed by a frame around it. That wouldn't work necessarily. It has to be a separate cleave. The cheaper ones are made just of brackets, brackets, brackets. And then uh, you have, um, in my study downstairs, I have wall to wall, but all separate small units. None of them are what you saw. Uh, so you have to have something, you've got to nail down the shear, and then you've got to nail down the cleave. You've got to find out whether or not it's, it's a separate unit. In there. But, but, the, but there is such a header. So it's, based, it's the same as far as that. It's not considered clean anymore. It's considered a almost like a separate resource. Yeah. What could the variance? I think that's like the variance. If someone's in a room with a reserve, they can the interior of the room. Right. Which happens sometimes based on how the door closes. Right. Right. Or sometimes there's a closet that needs a mezuzah that doesn't. Yeah. What you need to do when you first buy the mezuzah is you have to often they wrap it up anyway. You have to wrap it up the shemkach. Yeah, because otherwise you only have one covering because you have five covering and they're all the same. The natural covering of the thing only counts as one. Yeah, so they you have to ask the guy or you have to do it yourself. Often they put it in because they just want to protect it from the elements. So, no, because it's a covering and another covering, another covering, all equals one. 
So you really have to do it in the shame kach. Um, so I so what? You have to ask him. I don't know if he's holding in, uh, you know, Reish Bam or he's holding in uh, in Yeridea, you know. <laughs> I would assume again Yitzi's Malamitz because he says all the all the Meichers firm and Zuzah people no, have that mind. What? Yeah, Tzolim Begum Zuzah. Yeah, so put the Tzolim bag in a drawer. In a closet, if the closet closes, that, that's a machitza, by the way. The typical hotel closet has a thing you just move over. So that's it. That's a machitza. So, um, so, but the mezuzah you have to put in the shemkav. I would not advise an opaque uh, a glass mezuzah over there. Make it opaque because often the, the saran wrap and then there's a glass thing, and that, that's you know you should have one of them. One of them should be opaque. Okay. It's considered one, but, but even, if though, even though you have two, you have velvet, you have uh, uh, plastic, it's only considered one. It's considered a palace bag, and then you have a tulin bag inside the palace bag. Yeah, so that might, it's all the natural covering. It's still, what you also have the palace over, often over the top. It's all the way it's supposed to be. The palace wouldn't be a problem. No, the palace wouldn't be a problem anyway. anyway. It's, it should be something that's muhud for this, otherwise it still counts as one. But then either you have the closet, optional, you have the uh, you have a drawer. Well, just so reason I was low, it doesn't count at all no, it counts. It counts as one. No, muhud no, means it counts as one. Just muhud takes off the din of a second, third, fourth. Muhud counts as one. Yeah, yeah. You just got to just got to put them in the drawer. Yeah, you can you can take out a regular plastic bag now. Say a velvet bag. You take out a regular shopping bag, and you know. Uh, they take a Wesley kosher bag and it's a... Pull it out and put it back in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not the regular plastic. That's Harama. You could take it out of your regular phone, Zekel, that was the plastic, and put it back in. You should have a mind when you buy it. I don't, once you have it already, to take it out and put it back, I don't know. I don't know. You have a mind when you buy it. Don't waste the mezuzah. Have a mind when you buy it. I think most people don't. When they get married, they're not subacant. When they get bar mitzvah, they shouldn't be subacant in this. So, so, uh, it's not, uh, you know... I don't think people really have it in mind. Yeah. So the plastic messenger bags itself, it's not a second cover? I'm saying it's all, you can have 20 of them if, it, if it's the one that's mutual to come. It doesn't, does not work. That's me, because if you're using it for to store, let's say you're also putting in the fill-in pen. It's not doctor for fill-in, it's also for fill-in pen. Okay. Maybe. I mean, Shiley's what's the main use, what's not. It's easier just when you buy it, not the other din. So, uh, you know, you get, yes, he's asking, can you take it out and put it back? I'm not so sure. It's possible. I just don't know. It's, it's push it. Remind me, ja- remind me in January when we get to shave him, we'll, uh, we'll go into it more. Um, anyway, but that's the Tzalcha Shocha. Not everybody agrees to the gather, and the gather itself is difficult. And this is a good example. You have a huge 10-pound uh, rack of a, of, a, of a grill. This thing is heavy. It's not made to move around, move around, but it is made to take out. So I still don't think the Tzalcha Shocha would would be usable over here for this hetter because it's made to take it out and to wash. You say, well, that's only to wash, it's only temporary, it's not really made to use around, move around. Look at, I don't think it's a ridiculous half of but the Yerach HaShochan itself is a machalikas. This aspect is a, is a machalikas. Well, there's some redemption people saying that they like it greasy somehow makes the food taste better. I don't know if that's true. I just... Yeah, but they still made to take out. That's the problem. You might not take it out often, but it's, it's made to detach. This comes up a lot. You have these water coolers. 
So the water coolers have a red button and a blue button. I think we discussed this already. So the blue button is fine. It doesn't have to go through any metal. To, uh, so it doesn't really require everything there is plastic. The only metal part that you really need is the heating element inside, like the coffee maker. So I um, have one at home in my study, and I just take the red button on them. I don't use it. I'm going to get It's not worth it to me. I'll get my coffee upstairs. But a lot of people need it. This is what they have in the office. So you can either get the electrician to undo something, like you would do with the Keurig, or if you have a very big one, and it's heavy, and it's sitting down over there, and you're leaving it there, the yellow and be as gold tzaddik. So I don't think they're 40 so, unless you have a really huge one. It have to be really big. But it's not, the first floor of the Elchashochah that is not made to move around, that might be as far to work with Bidyevit. But, um, you know, if you can uh, get the electrician or be magnet to a guy to cover yourself, I think you'd be doing better. So That's a very common child. There's no, there's no metal heights for the cold water? I don't, when I investigated the one I had, the answer was no. I was amazed. I said, the whole thing's plastic? How many things do you make out of the, you know, send the Apollo mission with the plastic to the moon? Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing to me. But they said there is metal to heat up the, heat up the water. That's not true about all of them. If there's plastic piping, then it's not me. But anything they could use plastic for, they use is cheaper. Um, nowadays, that's Shiloh. So most of them do come with a red button with option hot water. Most people in offices, they're using fancy curry machines and other things. They don't, most people aren't getting <laughs> hot water from there. But at home use, the Shiloh comes up and the Salchashuchan might play a role. Okay, I'm sure there are many more Tzvilas, Kalim, Shailas, but we'll officially end the sugya for now. And we'll move on to our Chal of Akam, Gvinas Akam sugya, which will be on for the next couple of months. This is a very exciting sugya. Um, I'll tell you right now, so nobody should get nervous. Even if you're allergic to milk, still listen up. This is an interesting sugya. And even if you love Haggadahs, you can still listen up. You don't have to run away. Because a lot of people ask me already, are we going to answer it in day one? I said, we're not going to answer it in day one. We're not going to answer it in day 10. Not even day 100. We've got 105, we'll discuss it. Uh, but it's a fascinating sugya. This simon is divided up into three parts, and all three are tied together, as is called Tarakula. We have chalav, we have gvina, we have butter. And within those three, especially in the cheese part, we're going to discuss cottage cheese and sour cream and cream cheese and whey and all sorts of other things, all of which find its way into your um, food. Matter of fact, uh, sooner rather than later, we're going to get to powdered milk. And most people, like if they say, very interesting powdered milk, like uh, who drinks powdered milk? So we're going to get to it, um, well, not tonight, but uh, maybe tomorrow night. Uh, powdered milk is extremely popular. It finds its way into most of your commercial baked products because it's cheaper. You look at Entenmann's, which, based on the sugya from last year, past Israel, maybe you not eating it anymore. Um, I told people, uh, people asked me if Entenmann's kosher. I said, look, if it has an OU, it's kosher. So they asked, do I eat it? I said, no. They said, why? I said, well, it's great. It's just there are three reasons. One is it's not Pats Yisrael. The other one is it's not Yashan. And number three, it's not Chal Yisrael. Besides that, everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's still kosher, believe it or not. That's what's amazing about these sugyus. The OU has a right to give a kosher. <laughs> but you just got to know what you're eating. And then the fourth one is Nishmat Zemel Danashosechem, which is a different schmooze, everything in moderation. So Entenmann's and all the commercially big have, you look in the ingredients, it says powdered milk, often whey also. So why they're putting powdered milk? The answer is cheaper. Cheaper to work with. And the powdered milk finds itself into an array of products. It's a very, very common thing to be used. And we're going to be discussing that, whether that bachlal falls into the xera of, of Chal of Israel or not. And whey is really going to go under 
the cheese category, which I'm not going to get into for, for a while. So I'll turn to page Kuflam and Beis, which is Simen Kuftes Vav Sif Aleph. Let's just read the Mechaber. Cholov. Does anybody not have a uh, copy? Uh, I have an extra one here. Uh, if you don't have, try to buy one. We'll still be on it for another year at least. So it's uh, good to have it in your library. Page Kuflama Bez again, Simakuftezvov. Chalov Shachalbo Avekhovim, if a guy milked a cow, then Yisrael and a Yid was not supervising. Also, this is a Mishnah in Avodazar. It's not a Chumrah from the Shem and the Achrainim, where we keep it anyway, but it's a Mishnah. Shema ir ba'i chalav chalav tameh. We're afraid maybe he mixed in chalav tameh. Now, let's just get our bearings, and we're going to go back to a lot of these facts and figures uh, throughout the shir. Uh, the Matthias is certainly in America, and uh, probably in most of the world. Uh, there's not a tremendous market for chalav and behemoth tameh. Uh, there are quite a few behemoth tameh that uh, they're mammals that have milk, ranging from a chazer. And you got camels, and you got horses, and you got all sorts of things. They all give milk. Uh, certain parts of the world, it's a little more prevalent than other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But why? Oh, you told me they made some intoxicating beverage from this. Yeah, it's they don't give a lot of milk, by the way. It's, it must be an expensive product. Cows, the way Hashem engineered it, the behemoths give a lot more milk on a consistent basis. As a matter of fact, uh, the last guy who tried to milk a chazer still has two black eyes. They're very unfriendly animals, and, and uh, they, they just don't have a good supply, and they don't enjoy it. Cows just like, continue learning throughout the entire process and uh, uh, never, uh, never say boo. So um, the, commercially, it's not very, it's not very viable, uh, but again, it doesn't surprise me. In Asia, the Far Eastern countries, remember I described the, the pictures, I never showed you the pictures of uh, uh, this fellow who uh, went to the Far East recently and in the Shuk, as he's going through where all the tourists are, he, uh, they offered him uh, fried, uh, various forms of fried cockroaches and reptiles and lizards and scorpions, scorpions, poisonous, they called it the poison. And I have a, you got to see this, I have a video of, of this guy in Chinese offering, actually he was trying English, he said, very good, uh, tastes, you know, trying, you look at this, and this is like that trays of the stuff. And they have them on, on sticks, lollipops, and they'll lick them throughout the thing. It, it boggles. I, I thought he was joking when he told me about it. He said, I actually, I couldn't believe it either. And I actually took pictures. There are people, I asked him where it started from. I think he told me that there was a great famine uh, for like decades, and they got used to eating whatever didn't crawl away, including many things that did crawl away. And they got used to it. Now it's a delicacy. So, although we, the Rashi and Chumash says that it's not normal to want to eat bugs. And the Torah gives us schar for answering it anyway, even though we never go near with a 10-foot pole. So this apparently came, it makes sense it was a famine, but why does somebody get used to these things? Whatever it is, a lot of funny things going on in the rest of the world, but it's still not that prevalent. And in America, it's very not prevalent because there's no market and people are in this to make money. Chazal knew all that. What's very fascinating about this, and I'll just throw this out now, and we'll discuss it in tomorrow, is that Chazal knew that whatever they were putting in, if they were putting in anything at all, was very, very, very rare and a very small amount. And Chazamuk, for instance, a different tint, different color. Probably, how different the taste is. And um, you would know if they put in 
an amount that wasn't bottled. And yet, they made this gezeira. There's no shayla about it. They made the gezeira even though it wasn't that common, and it was probably bottled when you put it in. Question why? We'll discuss various as but they made the gezeira. So already we're thinking, ah, whatever they did, what's the chances? The gezeira is here, and we'll discuss over many weeks how much of a low plug it is, but the introduction of the sugi is they did make the gezeira, and uh, one of the hints on why they made the gezeira is the fact that when it comes, you got this impression already from last year, when it came to Machalos service, Chazal made many gzairas to keep you away from Goyim on many foods, even if there wasn't such a big chash isser. And this, and as some say this far, and this goes into that chunk, that they're not, they're not saying that they don't eat their apples because nothing go wrong with apples. But when anything could go wrong, automatically, Chazal were quick to answer because they wanted to use it as another hedge against assimilation as well. That's one of the possible as far as Mitzvah Shem. We'll talk about the other ones as we go along. Hopefully, it'll be cool here tomorrow night, and we'll uh, continue. This is Kumis. Uh, Fermented dairy parking.